eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Loyal listeners, you're listening to the Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Tonight, you have myself, James Radio, back back in the saddle, joined as always by my my trusty cohort, Robcast. The Roptimist. Rob, it's time for Roptimism. How much of last Saturday's game did you watch, Rob? All 30 minutes of it. <laughs> there was a second half, you're aware, what? right? No, I miss. I must have missed that. Yeah. I uh, I turned it off just as uh, Tua was about to throw a touchdown. I'm assuming it was a touchdown. Uh, I didn't see who caught it in the end zone. Um, then I just turned it back on and I saw Brissett throw that little wheel route. <laughs> um, so we were up fourteen nothing. I turned it off. Yeah, that's that's great. Yep, that's that's all you really <laughs> needed to see. Honestly, uh, <laughs> this is not our first rodeo. We know. Preseason games mean absolutely nothing. Um, but we like that being wa- said we like watching the first quarter or at least the first couple drives as long as the- even that doesn't matter. It's not like they're running any plays or running any offense, and like there wasn't really any starters from either defense. I mean, there were some starters out there, but mostly second string right out of the gate. So uh, not a lot to uh, I guess pontificate on. But let's uh, 
I don't know. Let's overreact a little bit. What, what's I heard you had a take. Do you have? Do you want to go on your take now? I guess it doesn't have to do with the game. You can wait for your take. Yeah, we'll tell wait. me more about the game. What did the you game. think about what you saw? So, like, uh, I think all of Dolphins Nation now has been able to, you know, digest the game and, and listen to everything. Tua looked good, right? This is what we wanted to see. The offense built for him. He's, you know, looking decisive, looking downfield, looking his reads. Really, there was one bad throw. I mean, he had there was the drop, a ball he had to throw away, and the, and the interception. And everything else looked pretty good. The offensive line, we all know is our weakest point on offense right now. Um, it did its job most of the time. The running, the, hey, we need a, we need one or two yard offensive line, that's not the line we have. That's the, that's the scary part. Like, if, that, if this was a real game, that first drive, there's no way they run on second and third down there. But I think they have to, you know, they're like, well, let's see what our line can do. Let's see what Brown can do. Let's, let's just run it in there twice. And it was, oh, it was so sad. It was, didn't like watching that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. Like, obviously, it really doesn't mean much of anything. But, no, I, w- I want to see guys move guys, though. In that case, it's just it's body on body. It's can our line push their line, and and we could not. We were definitely the better team. Oh, like, absolutely. Of, of of the like of the starter ish type of quality. Like I mean, it wasn't even close. Like I know the outcome. You know. Well, my. <laughs> My biggest laugh was everybody like, you know, the headlines at the end of the day was how, about how great fields did. Right. I'm like, it was, yeah, that's, that was my whole point. Right. Like he was God awful against it wasn't even our first string defense. That was our second string defense. And then in the second, I knew I felt like he was going to torch us. Like I thought he was going to torch us right out of the gate because what he had done in practice all week. But, um, you know, I, I was very encouraged by what I saw on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, the second half. That doesn't even matter to me because you're talking about it's, how funny was it to see Nick Foles. Nick Foles is still on that team and he played <laughs> against four string guys That's... in the in the game. But either way, like I mean, you know, yeah, just Justin Fields that was amazing against guys that are not going to be in the NFL. I mean, it must have it probably wasn't a stretch from you know much of a stretch from what he was seeing you know playing in the Big Ten. I would think. True. Talent wise. I mean, yeah, the first his first two drives, he did zero it wasn't until the end, you know, the end of the the end of the half. Um, and he's going to be good. I think he'll be good. I'm not, right. I'm not saying he's not going to be good. That's not what I was saying. It was more right. uh, like a pat on the back for our defense. Like I thought that, you know, I mean, you saw you need him and uh, uh, and Coleman were, were out there and Igbenogany was even out there knocking balls down. Like, so that's that's a good sign. And that's against their, you know, some of their, you know, their first and second stringers. So, um I was really encouraged with what I saw. I mean, because you didn't have a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, the, you know, the star players that we have on defense, you know, weren't, weren't really playing. And it's not like they were doing a lot of our like exotic, you know, blitz schemes and, you know, fronts and, you know, motion on the defensive side of the ball. And even on offense, like, I think there's probably going to be, well, not probably, there's definitely going to be, you know, a lot more, like the offense is going to be a lot more sophisticated than what we saw. I, I am Sunday, ex- I, I am excited. It looked pretty good. Like I thought, like you said, two looked good to me. Honestly, the protections he was getting for the most part were, were pretty good. I mean, these weren't complex defenses that they were running against and they weren't complex schemes they were running on offense either. What I wanted to see was, 
the ball coming out, the placement, like, I mean, he was, he was accurate on pretty much everything. The, the, the interception was bad. I think, you know, he's got to realize he doesn't like, and we as fans need to realize he's not that, like, that's not the kind of quarterback he is. He's not a Mahomes or like a Trey Lance type of arm strength kind of quarterback, but he's all about accuracy. Like the, you know, the, the deep ball to, to Jacecki was beautiful. There's some really good out routes. Those are tough throws to make. And he hit, you know, the very first throw of the day was that one to Shaheen that he dropped, but that was a, that was a great throw. It was in the place where only Shaheen could have got it. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, Gusecki probably makes that catch. He had another really nice out route to, uh, to Hollins that was called back because of the penalty. Um, he fit another tight one in there to Hollins on a, on a third down. Um, I believe that was the same drive that he ended up throwing the interception. It was kind of a similar type of throw, um, but he was just a little bit later on the one in the red zone. He's got to understand there's less space down there, right? And so that's why... That's why it was picked. My biggest problem with the and it's preseason. My biggest problem with the interception. It was first down. You don't have right. to. You don't have to try that. You know, if yeah. it's third, if it's third and long, and you make that throw and it gets picked, I, you know, I don't mind as much, right? But when it's when it's first down, you could you know you could throw that away, or tuck it and run or something. But so, do you feel like it, yeah? If it's if this was a regular season game, like in that in that type of situation, you feel like I mean, I feel like he tucks and runs. Like I like. I think he would. Like, right. I think obviously he's not going to tuck and run in a preseason game, just given his injury history and given the how meaningless the game is. Like, why would you even? Like, I'm glad he didn't do that. Like, I'm almost, still, I'm almost glad to see him like use it as like a learning experience and see if he could zip it in there and complete the pass. Like, I'm like, if he's going to take those kind of chances now, like that's fine. Oh, he's of course. Still, like feeling his way out because he didn't get a preseason last year. Remember, right? And the one, the one thing I'll add. Um, the accuracy, yes. That's, I mean, that was always his calling card, and it's great to see it. The one thing I really liked seeing was the tight throws. Like, he didn't need guys to be Alabama open before he threw the ball, you know, which was like a, a yep. the knock on him last year, you know, where Fitzpatrick would throw it to the guy and, you know, the 50-50 ball or make the move. Like, he was throwing in tight windows, and he was like, he's, he's, yeah. and that, that to me was the most. That was, you know, that was the most exciting seeing seeing those kind of throws. And again, he was out there throwing to Mac Collins and Jakeem Grant. <laughs> like again, there was still like you still didn't he didn't get to play with the you know with Parker and Fuller and I mean Waddle was there, but he didn't really. It's, so I was curious about that. Like I feel like maybe they're holding him back a little bit. That's what I was gonna. Place. I was gonna ask you if you thought I was surprised that with with the people that were out that he wasn't starting and he got very little run i don't think i don't think he got a target um you know other than that punt return which looked awesome good Um, yeah other than that i'm i'm yeah i don't know i've heard that speculation maybe you know they're they're saving it for you know for the regular season but it's not like it's not like people don't know waddle's electric i mean we (laughs) did spend (laughs) our our very high draft pick on him it's not going to be a surprise that he was going to be a part of the offense so i was a little surprised by that I was as well, but again, I don't think they're going to show anybody anything. Like really, I I don't think we learned a lot. I think the the one thing we you know, like we said, to is accurate. He looked a lot. He looked a lot more confident. Like he was you know he was making his reads, and making his throws a lot. You know, a lot, he was a lot sharper than what we saw last year. Um, but also, this is again, it's preseason. The defenses aren't as complicated. The offense isn't as complicated. You know, we'll have to wait to see till, till, till the live bullets start flying. But I was I was encouraged. And then one other takeaway, at least for me, was um, I Brissett looked really good. I thought, like, I mean, I I don't 
I'm not saying there's a, co- a quarterback no, no. controversy brewing. I just I feel good about him as the backup. If like, he I, if like he I'm, had to start a game or two, I'm okay with that. I think he's he I think he's fine. I mean, if you think about backups other than the ones, you know, other than the ones that have rookies and and the as the starter or whatever, but as just a backup, I mean, he's it's not too far off from like when Fitz was the backup. Like, you know, like this is this is this is one of the this is the better backups you know, in the league. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Good. I mean, he had some, he had some good throws and I like seeing him, you know, tuck and run and take off, you know, when, when, when things are breaking down. So um seems to have that good pocket presence and pocket awareness, hoping to see more of that out of Tua. Um, hope maybe this week, I, I feel like again, with like the, the schedule being different now, like there's only three preseason games, maybe is it game two. Do you think we're going to see most of the starters, as opposed to game three in the past? Or so how do you think it's going to play out? Schedule-wise, I can't remember in the past, was like week, is is week three when week four was? So it's still as close to the season and they might want to rest guys? Or do we have, or does the preseason, the preseason starts at the regular time and now there's like an extra week off, like a, like a bye before, before the season, the season starts. starts? I think that's what it is. So, yeah, I mean, so you don't get, let's so, see. So you can kind of use. So I guess it'll depend. Every team is different, right? Some guys weren't starting anybody, but I think if you want your guys to get reps, you can still run them in the third preseason, like you did in the old third preseason game, and then nobody plays in the fourth. That's how it looks. There's no game that week. There's no game. I do think I I I wouldn't be surprised. This is this is how sad. So. The start, like I was all excited, like like on game, like for game day, like I Saturday, oh. I'm up and I'm just like I'm pacing <clears throat> and like all I can think about it, and and I and I looked at my girlfriend and I'm like, I'm like this is pathetic. I'm like, I am literally jazzed up and it's two hours before these like the starters play about six minutes of meaningless football and i can't believe i'm so jazzed up for this this is terrible <laughs> it's the most excited i think i've been for a dolphin season in quite some time i can't remember well since last time but i'm more excited than that one no 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 i wasn't <laughs> this last year this time last year i was not i mean i was excited well for there was the, what the whole was such a nightmare but, the whole shutdown um, and everything i mean we were excited to see it but not as much no as this, this is yeah. this is like i'm like legit like excited for the like, yeah, yeah. I feel like we can really compete this year. Like I, you know, this is this is one of those and years I'm, where I I'm excited to watch offense and defense. Like it's not usually right. it's one or the other. Like I, I want to see both of them out there yep. at all times. Yeah, yeah. But totally. I really, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in ten years, maybe even five years, like preseason's gone and it's just these like these joint practices. And the sad part is, is they'll just televise those, and I'll sit and watch them. <laughs> I mean, I watch it on my phone. Like I watch the, all the video clips that come out on the on the Dolphins page and on, on right. the Bleacher, the Bleacher Report team stream. Like I watch all that, the Twitter feed, um, all that stuff. So uh, that actually that's a good segue into like we'll we'll, we'll stop talking about this meaningless preseason game. Talk a little bit more about the the team next and, meaningless and preseason game so far. But I also want to mention our our Twitter. Right, <gasps> we have one. We do. Remember at, what it's called? At T Blowhole. That's right. At T Blowhole. So please, you know, if we've been sharing out some some memes on occasion. We also have uh, uh, a an Instagram for uh, for those of you that are on the that are on the gram. So it's a uh, what are you sixty uh, podcast on the gram? Who says that? 
You're that's like, how the kids talk these days. That is not how the that is not how the the kids yeah, talk. They call it on the gram or you know IG. You know, we're not on we're not on TikTok yet. We don't have a, we don't have a TikTok. Hello, but, uh, fellow high schoolers, <laughs> fellow young people. You forget. I do have I have two teenagers. That's true. So anyway. Um, but yeah, check us out on, uh, on Instagram and, um, you can also, uh, check us out on Twitter at T-Global. Uh, please, uh, email us this year as well. We're going to make a concerted effort to get to more than just Scott's emails this year. So, um, it's, <laughs> he still gets precedence. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Scott still gets precedence. He's our favorite. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's always there always. So the, the, the email is the blowhole radio at gmail.com. That is the blowhole, all one word, at gmail.com. You guys on the Twitter world, you didn't get to see him read that. He, I, like, I, his, I almost saw the smoke coming out of his ears as he had to read that. He couldn't remember it. Uh, well, yeah, it's been it's been a while, Rob. It's been a while <laughs> since uh, since we last spoke. I think we had a, we had one draft preview. Then we were going to have a draft recap, and then I don't think we ever got to it. Hey, um, we did okay on the draft. I think so. I mean, so let's let's bring that into like what we're seeing in training camp right now, right? So problems on the offensive line. So that was I, I don't think they were as bad as most people said in that Chicago game. I mean, I thought the second and third string was terrible. But, Watch it was the you know, it's the running game. It was what you know, the running game, they had a couple of positive runs, but it's it's that when you need that push, right? When you need to get two or three yards and you couldn't get it, that's when that's when your mind starts screaming offensive line, right? There's schemes. You could scheme up a, a hole here or there to run through. You can scheme pass protection and move pockets around. But when it's when it's five bodies on five bodies saying like and pushing, you know, that's that's just talent. I yeah. I mean the the problems that are the the problems on you know in pass blocking according to PFF were solely on the left side. So it was, was Kinley and Jackson just had terrible terrible grades. Uh, everybody else graded out pretty positively. Both centers, I believe, were over were in the high seventies, low eighties, uh, and then Hunt and Davis on the right side were both over eighty in their grades. And then but you had Jackson at a thirty one point five and Kimley at like a forty six point three, and that's just. Not acceptable. So I and they were going, supposed to be back. We should say they, they were going against a good front. The Bears have a good front. That's uh, totally that's fair and that's fine. But yeah. you know, would would like to see better performance out of a first now second year first round left tackle. You know that was that was a high draft pick. That was the uh, was that the Fitz, that was the Minka Fitzpatrick trade, right? That's what we that was the pick that we got in return for Fitzpatrick, I believe. So. Um, no, I thought well, he played okay last year at times. Uh, this is Austin Jackson we're talking about, but yeah, he's having a rough camp from from all. Uh, I think Holland. I think Holland was the Minka pick. It was the sec- the last the last. No, Holland is Holland was this this pick like the the Minka oh, right, pick right. that we got the, was two drafts ago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean Holland obviously is a safety. He is the he's replacing Minka, but that wasn't right. No, in, in my head, yeah, I mixed them together. But I'm like, well, the Steelers pick was after our pick, but last year our pick was the Texans pick. This year, the the, the, the super high pick was our terrible. Two was picked because we were terrible. Yeah, you're right. That is, yes, there we go. Um, so. I mean, I, I gotta ask, and I, I like this is I, this is going into into your take territory as we're we're reaching that part of the segment. So, are you happy with the Waddle pick, or do you think there might be some second guessing? I am happy with the Waddle pick. 
what I believe is because of the with the depth of the wide receiver room right now and the opposite of depth, the thinness, <laughs> the shallowness of our offensive line, I think in the short term, Sewell would have been a better pick. Like for this coming year, we'd probably be better with Sewell and without Waddle. I think three years and further down the line, I think it will be obvious that Waddle was the better pick because I think he can be he will be electric and the way that you know the way the league's set up, you need you need these kind of guys and who knows and Parker and Fuller probably won't be here, right? It's just gonna be at that point, it's gonna be the Waddle show and we will be glad we have him. And at the time of the draft, right? Who knew what Wilson was going to look like? Who Grant always looks great in camp, but so who know? You know, he'll turn he'll turn back into Jakeem Grant. You know, when the when the pumpkins, when the uh, when my, when the carriages turn to pumpkins at midnight. Even though I even though I still love him, I you know like I I can't not love him. He's so little. It's uh, and he's a, he's a very he's a plus uh, kick return. Oh, I mean the guy's yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's yeah. As far as there's not a guy in the league better who's not a star at his position, like a Tyreek Hill. You know, Tyreek Hill would be a star. There's not a guy who only plays special teams who's who's as good as he is at returning. I gotta say this: you see some sets coming out where it's going to be like Grant, Waddle, and Wilson all in the field at the same time, and it's like, what do you do with that? <laughs> like, like that's a drop six that's, <laughs> deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like that's a lot. That's a lot of speed right there. And I mean, yeah. you can throw Fuller on there too, and he's he's a four two four three guy as well. So well, I mean, now I have the question for you. Here's the name I haven't heard anything about: is Preston Wilson. Preston Williams. Williams. Well, I called him Wilson. I mean, I know why you haven't heard anything about Preston Wilson. Yeah, true. There, there's nobody on the team <laughs> with that name, but Preston Williams. Um, yeah, I believe he's not all the way back from his injury yet. Apparently, that must have been a very serious injury that he had last year. That's just, I mean, that's how crazy deep this is. I mean, like, and even without Hearns, that's, that doesn't even skip a beat. Like, I, I liked him as a third down guy. Like, I think he's, I didn't think Hearns was going to. I didn't think he'd make the this, team. Yeah, not in this room. Like, I, I didn't think Wilson was going to make it either. I'm still. Oh I yeah, mean, they, there's, oh, know, yeah, there's these a lot of cap savings they can get there, and there's a lot of redundancy at that spot. <laughs> like, like and you have Grant, you have Wilson, you have Waddle, and to a lesser extent, Lynn Bowden as well. Like, I mean. <laughs> that's you know these, this, one, these guys small. could you know they could be playing for the trade market you know it's quite possible that it makes it look like you know maybe somebody needs some speed or something and you hope to get get back that seventh round pick you just gave away for uh greg little is that his name yeah that was the other thing i was gonna mention was that that had happened uh i believe it was yesterday they, they made the, the trade for the, the seventh round pick uh next year um for Greg Little, who's a was the thirty seventh pick in the twenty nineteen draft. Yeah, so he, was he was a high you know, draft pick. To, yeah, his ceiling was allegedly a uh, you know starting uh, left tackle, you know, with with all pro type of uh, type of talent. Obviously, that hasn't worked out. He's had some injury troubles. Very similar guy to Austin Jackson from uh, all reports, like a more athletic, like quicker type of uh, you know, not one of the you know the Maulers, but one of those more athletic left tackles. Uh, to handle those speed rushers, but he's got to he's got to stay healthy. He's got to get his fundamentals down. Where have you heard that before? So I guess you're just you're just doubling down on it at this point, right? Well, bodies. I mean, it's also just for bodies. I mean, a seventh round pick. 
you know. No, yeah, I mean, you got to do it. Like, we're obviously having some problems. So I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful that Jackson realizes his potential and becomes a solid left tackle because you saw it at times last year. You really did. Um, you know, would like to say that. And Kindley as well. Like, I thought he was going to be, you know, something special. And he's kind of regressed. Like, he's, you know, not even in the starting lineup. At least they, they had been playing Eichenberg at left guard. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping he was going to be a tackle. But Jesse Davis is uh, apparently locking it down on the right side, which is the most important side. That's to his blind side. So. True. Yeah, and I, it'll be nice to see Eichenberg play a little bit more. You know, he's been he was banged up, so if that if that becomes an upgrade over what we had, that's that's huge. I just I had this like this really good dream of like all of those draft picks hitting and you having Eichenberg as the as the right tackle that was like you know an all pro bookend right tackle and then Robert Hunt at right guard who's like a you know mauling like all pro right guard and then you got. Uh, Dieter, you know, another high draft pick at center. And he's just, you know, he's, he's calling the plays, identifying the, the, the blitzers and, and all that. And then left guard, uh, Kindley. And then he's, again, he's just mauling people. And then left tackle, Austin Jackson, all pro, just, you know, locking it down, bookend on, on a, and all high draft picks, all hits, like all young, under control forever, like just, just together, just protecting Tua. And that's just, that's not what we're seeing at all right now. So <laughs> that sounded more like your Madden team. Part of it looks good. Like Hunt, like Robert Hunt is, is playing very, very well. Like that's uh, like by all uh, uh, all accounts, he's supposed to be, uh, you know, his ceiling should be all pro uh, guard. So hopefully that's uh, that's what we get out of him. And Jesse Davis, I've always liked him. So, you know, it's, it's good to see him. You know, he's always been a solid, you know, dependable kind of swing uh, depth type of offensive lineman. He can play all the positions except center, I think. So. He's um, the he's the guy I want to be my sixth offensive lineman. Correct. <laughs> not, not my, my <laughs> not my best offensive tackle, which right. currently he is. Exactly. So, all right. Well, that uh, that is bringing us to the end of the first segment. Is there anything else you'd like to talk before we go to break, Rob? Uh, just before that, I just uh, I'm a little excited for Holland. I'm excited for the secondary in general. I mean, obviously with X back in the fold, and you know, and with. Needham looking good. Igbenogany maybe looking like you know he's still so young. Maybe he's he maybe he can become useful. And then with that with Holland now back there, and I mean I don't even think he's going to start, but who knows? I mean they could run. You could you know move guys up. I think they're going to hybridize some guys. You know, it's it's exciting. We we truly are in midseason form because if, if you recall correctly, we when we were talking about how the show was going to go, we were going to talk about offense this week, and then next week we were going to talk about. Defense, I, how could you not? The people want to hear it. <laughs> Sounds good, and I, I I agree with the sentiment. I think that the strength of that defense is going to be the secondary, and I'm you know really hopeful that Igbenogany is. Uh, you know, pans out and doesn't end up being a bust. Like I have a feeling like he was going to be, but really excited for Holland. I love the, you know, that there's a really good mix of veteran guys and young guys back there. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. So, all right, ladies and gents, um, when we come back, we're going to go into our nonsense segment. So if you don't want to hear Rob and I talk about television shows and movies and music, uh, you can probably just tune out right now because you're going to get a commercial. So no, listen, listen to the to commercial about nonsense. <laughs> Please stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting cut. 
What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. So, there's been quite a bit of uh, streaming options, I guess, over the summer. You know, movies are slowly coming back into the theater, and lots of different things have been on television. What uh, and we haven't spoken in a while actually about any of this kind of stuff. So um, I, I guess we can keep it a little bit more recent to stay on stay on topic instead of some of the other things that you know have have come in since past. But uh, I guess Suicide Squad. Did you did you watch that? I did. I enjoyed it. It was uh, definitely. I mean, it was much better than the first one, which was yeah. maybe one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. It was um, the first one was very bad. This one was, you know, they kind of. <laughs> It's almost becoming the trope where the, uh, you know, spoiler alert, everybody in the trailer, the same thing Deadpool 2 did, where like everyone in the trailer is just murdered grotesquely very early on. Um, But I enjoy that. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I I liked it. It's amazing. I mean, honestly, like it's basically like the same plot and story as the first movie, just, you know, with a much better director <laughs> and a much better script. Well, I mean, that's, like, there's that's, really no... That's the you know, plot of the Suez guys. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, every right. book, that's what they do, right? And everyone's, you know, disposable, right? So that's the whole point. Is, it was just amazing to me, like, how much... Like, it was like night and day. Like, this one was, like, just so much... I mean, I, it's not, like, you know... Oh, no, no. It's not like Citizen Kane or anything, but it was, you know, it was a good, yeah, it was entertaining. It was very, very fun to watch. I laughed quite a bit. The shark was hysterical. Um, yeah. It has it, a it name. Like, you know, just watching the, the actors actually, like, cause the, I mean, the first movie had a decent cast as well. You know, like those are, those are some good actors that were, that were in that movie. This one, you know, it's just, it's nice to see them actually like with a good director and like see what they can do. And it was actually much, much better. And I did watch, um, Birds of Prey as well, which I hadn't seen. I watched it on the plane when I was coming back out to California from Florida over the summer, and uh, that was that was not very good. That was fine. <laughs> I didn't think it was okay. No, I mean it wasn't as good. It was like compared to first Suicide Squad. Correct. It, yeah, baby steps. So. Yeah, it was so for that it was pretty good. Although the Harley Quinn cartoon is fantastic. Mm. That that show needs that you need to watch it. That show is really good. And is that on HBO? Yeah. HBO Max? Yep. Sticking with the HBO Max theme, have you started uh, White Lotus yet? I did. I watched two episodes. I don't know if I'm into it yet. Like, it's, it's, I'm, I could, I could not watch it and be okay, but if somebody tells me, like, no, we got to stick with it, I'll stick with it. But, like, I'm, it's, I'm not, it didn't grab me in the first two episodes. I've enjoyed it. I'm three in, so okay. I, I liked it. The other one on HBO that I really liked was that uh, was Mayor of Easttown, which I thought, at least to this point, you know, I've seen all of Mayor of Easttown, so 
that is better than what I've seen out of White Lotus so far. But White Lotus is, I mean, it's a different, they're very, different. Very different know. tones. <laughs> yeah, but it's been, I've, I've enjoyed White Lotus so far. It's been, it's had some, some good laughs. I feel like it's definitely, you can feel it building up to something. Now I'm, I'm through the third episode, so I, like, I can definitely feel it like building up to something crazy happening. So I, I, wait, I mean, I heard there was all the talk like that the finale was great. So that made me kind of want to start it, and that's why you I can see it. where it's like. I guess you, you said you've only watched two. Yeah. So it's like in the third episode, you can kind of see, and I mean, I don't. I'm not spoiling this for anybody. This is just me guessing because I haven't seen past the third episode. Like you can see the uh, the the hotel manager, the guy with the mustache. Oh yeah, he, oh. You, you can see him starting to come unhinged a little bit. Well, so he started like, the <laughs> end of the the end of the second, the end of the episode. The last thing I just watched is he goes, he gets into the bag, and right. he's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah, probably thinking it was cocaine, and you know. <laughs> not not knowing exactly what it was but yeah you can start to see he starts to he's starting to come unhinged in the third episode a little bit so it's uh it's yeah i can i, I like where i like how they're building that part up and then you know it's the stuff with some of the other characters are good too so it's 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 been funny i'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing you know what what you know shenanigans ensue from this point so I, i'm i'm into it i'm i'm, I'm on that one does uh um, what, oh my god I forgot yeah. the actress's name the one that plays is it Molly Shannon plays the mother does she show up in the third episode I've seen her in the previews but I haven't seen she's her she's in yet. the preview she's in the fourth episode okay. she's on the picture for the fourth okay. yeah I, I'm watching <laughs> that one tonight so uh so that'll be uh that's next on the docket for me um did you I just found this show on Netflix called uh, I think you should leave it's like a sketch comedy show oh it's Have fantastic oh yeah 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 that, that's I, really funny. Oh, it's so good. It's funny because when I see like, like other like in like the Reddit comments or something, and people start quoting it, I'm like, I weirdly feel like I'm the only one who watches it, and I think everybody has watched it because it's just. Uh, <clears throat> my girlfriend came in when I was watching it, and I'm like, I couldn't even explain. I'm like, it's, 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 it's more so uncomfortable than than funny, but it's so funny. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever watched? Been, really have good. you ever watched the Detroiters? No. So the guy, the guy, and now I'm forgetting his name. Is it Tim Robinson or something? I think so. I, I was going to say Tim Robinson. I'm like, that's not it. So <laughs> him and now, oh God, now I'm forgetting the other person's name. So the guy who he's in some of these episodes, but he was in, he was in Veep also. He plays like, uh, the, he, it was the two of them had a show together on Comedy Central called the Detroiters. And they have like a. They they just run their own company like you know like they're they're like an advertising agency company or whatever and it's great it's like because both of those guys are geniuses and they I guess they those were, are my favorite skits on the show or like the uh, like the the, the the office settings oh <laughs> well are- I think my favorite was uh was the 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 buff babies what was that <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad that was very very uncomfortable uh, the hot and the callbacks are great with the the hot dogs well, I was choking on. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No, it's been, uh, yeah, that's been, that's been enjoyable for me as well. Um, Black Widow. Did you, uh, you watch Black Widow? Did you, I have did you not. Ever see that? I did not see it. I did go that's to, good. I did go to one movie theater so far so I could see the Fast Nine. <laughs> I went with my, I heard that was disappointing. I, I mean, it, you, you know, what you're getting it is what it is. It was, I went right. with my brother. I was I went to visit uh, family first time I got to see family in forever up in New York and uh, my brother and I went uh, 
in the middle of the day and watch Fast 9 because nobody else we know of wants to go sit through it. So it was fantastic. We laughed like idiots. Nice. I did see, uh, what was that, that movie with um, uh, Stillwater with Matt Damon? I saw that. Oh, uh, how was that? Ago. That was actually pretty good as well. That looks good. Yeah, it was. Does it was his good. accent hold um, up? And then, I don't know why. That? They always make people, you try to use the wrong accents and it always, it's just like. Oh, he was great. Like he did, he pulled that off really well. Like, oh, I, I was, I was impressed with, uh, with his, uh, his Texas accent or Oklahoma accent. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, yeah, it was, that was a good flick. The pacing was a little odd, um, but overall was a, was a pretty good movie. Um, and then, uh, Black Widow, like I said, it's good. It's like standard Marvel fare. I've always like, I've really enjoyed her fight scenes in all of the, you know, the various Avengers and, uh, other Marvel movies that she's, you know, kind of co-starred in. So it was nice. There's, you know, the, the fight scenes were, were great. Like I was like, they're more real, I guess, uh, like practical, <laughs> not like men in flying, uh, spaces. Correct. Yeah. Not throwing lightning bolts and, you know, giant green guys punching buildings down and stuff like that. So, so that um, just reminds So Loki, obviously you've, you've watched and enjoyed. Oh yeah. Yeah. We forgot about that one. That was probably my highlights of, uh, of the of the Marvel TV shows, I thought that was definitely that was my favorite. Not even really close, honestly. Winter Soldier and uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon was uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier was was very very good. Yeah, like oh, I like I've enjoyed them all. My third favorite. The, yeah, I've enjoyed them all. Actually, yeah. I even start. Did you watch What If the first? I don't know, maybe the second, but I watched the first. Episode so I haven't of what seen if. that yet. Those are cartoons, correct? They're cartoons. So it was it was a series in the comics where it would be just like what if and it would always be you know like just change one thing and it would be some you know it could it could be anything and the the first one is basically uh uh oh god what's her name now the the Haley Atwell's character uh Agent Carter she gets uh, she oh, gets what if she was Captain America she gets the serum so yeah and not and not uh Steve Rogers it was pretty nice. good I'll check it out. So there's only been one episode then? There there might be a second by now, but yeah. I Okay. Interesting. Yeah, no no. I'm uh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check those out. I've been meaning to. Um or I've been meaning to check that out cuz I did hear about it. Um Cool. Um yeah, and, and anything else, Rob? Anything else that the uh our our loyal listeners should should be aware of, should check out if they if they get the chance? So, I'm trying to think. So, I did I did enjoy Invincible on uh on Amazon Prime, a cartoon again. It's uh, the guy who did Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman, had a comic. They based it on that, and I enjoyed it so much. I bought all three like omnibuses of the whole thing, and I read the whole and I read and I read the uh, the whole series run. Nice. You know what i I realize why I don't really follow the comics so much is because if you did that in real time, it would have taken 10 years from the beginning to the end. And I got to do it in a couple of, in like a month. <laughs> Who's got that kind of time? Nobody's got that uh, kind of time. Well, it's not Ain't even, nobody trying to spend that much time. The time in between, like you, uh, it's like reading a word and putting the book down and picking it up and reading a word. Like those Can't people that read a game of Thrones back in 1991. Yeah. Still waiting. Still waiting. Still waiting. I'm still waiting, honestly, because I I refuse to buy that the ending from the TV show. I can't. Can't. I. Yeah, you're gonna have to because he's busy writing prequels. I'm like, ah. Man, I know. When has a prequel ever worked? Besides, 
uh, the first half of or that half of Godfather Two. That's a prequel to the Godfather. But like, other than that, does it does it ever work? I I mean, I could probably, given some time, I could probably come up with some other prequels that were. Oh, Rogue One. That was a prequel. That was really good. That doesn't from that universe. It does not count. That gets negated by every prequel. That by three other prequels completely negate anything they do. There's still a net <laughs> huge zero, a huge negative. Fine, Rob. Fine. <laughs> Are you watching the All bad, right. you watching oh, the Bad wait, Batch? Wait. No, I started it, but I, I couldn't. It was too. Uh, I I could never. I never got too into amateur for me. Yeah, is too, it, too, I never got into the, the clone stuff and the the clone. And I hear people love it. And I tried to watch one, and I'm like, I tried. The animation was too. Yeah, I didn't love it. And I don't need great, like, Archer. I love Archer with crummy animation, so some sometimes it works for me, but... Yeah, but, well, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. Adult there's, themes, actually. Yeah. Archer, okay, so maybe, maybe that why. helps. All right, so uh, you're going to be watching the game on uh, Saturday? Is it even on TV? Like, or you have the Game Pass. I have the Game Pass. I have a gig Saturday, so I'll be watching it in, in condensed form on Saturday night and then again on Sunday and then probably again on Monday. Fantastic. Well, best of luck at your gig and uh, go Dolphins. Let's just not get anybody hurt. I don't really care if they win the game or not. So no winning w- the score doesn't matter. I want. I just want to look better when the ones no. are out there or the whoever's right. starting the first quarter. Correct. If you're if you're throwing Justin Fields and and Nick Foles out there against guys that aren't even going to be on the team, you absolutely should win. Like yeah. you should absolutely win twenty out of twenty times. So good, good, good to the Bears. Good on the Bears for uh, for. You know, feel the need to do that. So, uh, when do you when do you think uh, Field starts for the Bears? I wouldn't be surprised if it's. I mean, all right. More important. I question. guess week one is a little is a little ambitious. I would say, but probably within by by week four, I would say. Here's at a, the absolute latest. Oh, you know what? This is here's a tease. Next week, here when James thinks. Mac Jones starts for the Patriots. <laughs> yes, uh, I think this is a good thing. We can do that throughout the preseason. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. It's great to be back. Really, really excited for the season. Um, come check us out. We're going to start doing game recaps on uh, on Mondays during the regular season, just so you guys know. Um, but for the preseason, we'll be doing some short uh, short episodes like this every Wednesday. So. Please join us. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at tblowhole. Uh, you can also email us at theblowholeradio at gmail.com and uh, find us on Instagram, uh, the Blowhole Podcast. Uh, give us a look, give us a follow, give us some likes, funny memes, the NFL, NFL memes for days on Instagram. If you're interested. Go Dolphins!